Please be advised this podcast is all nonsense. Nothing you hear or see while adventuring with the worm should be taken seriously, or more importantly, fact-checked. Try not to let the mispronunciations distract you from the knowledge being shared. You're just riding with two worms trying to have a good time. Do you know what the scientific term for a hiccup is? Um, belly fart. Yes. <laughs> Got it in one. I knew it. Come on, then. I don't know. Oh, man, I'm so excited. No. Do I you mean, know why you get hiccups? Yeah, and that's part of the scientific name. It's like a, um, an irritation, a spasm on the um, pelvic floor muscle. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's um, Or the abdomen muscle, I guess, more yeah, than the pelvic it's, floor. It's what people would call a diaphragm. Yes, it's a diaphragm. That's the thing. Um, and then that muscle goes... It's like spasms where it goes out of rhythm with your breathing. So when you're trying to like breathe in or breathe out, it wants to, and the spasm causes it to hiccup. Why, why do we get hiccups then? Because we don't breathe. Was that why we get hiccups? Because we have nothing, it's like a broken metronome, it has nothing to sync up against. We're just one, f- like, we one are big a full diaphragm. <laughs> we're just one big muscle. Ooh, we are. So when, when, when our muscle spasms, the whole of us spasms. <laughs> So we have no control over anything, and one of those things will be... Our bowels. <laughs> I mean, we very rarely have control of our bowels anyway. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's an age thing. Or a worm thing. Yeah. Or an age worm thing. But are we, are we old or are we young in terms of space worms because we don't have any reference? If you live forever, are you ever young or old? Because you're just... But om- do we live forever? We, no, we don't know. We don't, we don't, we don't have no measure. We've got no... We literally could be like... We could be dying tomorrow. Why we have a set number of living days. What, you just think we just... We're, we're, we don't even get old. We just one day. Yeah. We're Something an, happens. We're an ex-worm. Yeah. You, you have to join like... Oh, you become a veteran. Ooh. You just have to retire into, you know, space worm dump. Mm. We've got our own theme tune. Woohoo! Does not sound like anybody else's theme that tune. That won't get picked up on the mic though, so that just sounds like you're hearing noise. I meant, I meant the theme tune in my head. Ah, that's fair. That makes more sense. <laughs> I was going to tell you, did you not telepathically get my theme tune from my own brain? Nope. nope. Is that because you disconnected? I disconnected. Yeah. Is that because you were spasming? I spasming, and I thought if I disconnected from the home brain, it might help. It didn't. Do you think it would be convenient for us to have two toilets as we get older? Why? Because if we're going to start spasming more as we get older and we lose our bowels more often, don't you think we'll also need to use the toilet more often, which means we can't both use the same toilet at the same time? That's interesting. We'd have to maybe... Should we get two toilets in the same bathroom? Ooh. So we can have a little convo. We could take the podcast into there. We could. We, the acoustics might be good. Ooh. It'd be really good for us to sing in there. Ooh. So yeah. if we decide to actually start a sing- singing career, it could be... Toilet singing with your favourite worms. <laughs> toilet worms? That sounds kind of grim, though. <laughs> it does sound so wrong. <laughs> On so many different levels, that sounds wrong. Do you think more people would listen if we called the podcast Toilet Worms? No, I think they'd listen if we call ourselves Singing Toilet Worms. Singing Toilet Worms. Okay. Something. But because we can't sing for like 35 minutes straight. 
will just do snippets of singing, like a musical. Actually, you know, musicals just constantly sing, don't they? No, there's definitely lots of branches of non-singing in musicals. They just tend to burst into song at pivotal moments to express the uh, the emotion of what's happening. Maybe we should do that then. Maybe. Like every now and then during the podcast, we're just breaking song. Now, I've already tried to sing multiple times on part of the podcast, but you never tried. No, I, I haven't. Why? And I don't plan on. <laughs> Why not? don't know. It's never, it's never um, came to me. Do you just not feel the urge? Yes, I feel the urge. Ooh. I wonder why. I don't know. What are you having in the morning that's keeping you down, bro? Spanners. <laughs> spanners are quite heavy. They are. Are you doing wood-based spanners or metal-based? Metal can you get wood-based spanners? I know you can get plastic spanners. Can you? Like polymer ones. Mm. But um, they're not designed for like heavy-duty stuff. They're normally designed for, um, you know, if you're going to do, um, like, plastic on plastic. So if you're using PVC, it's just designed so it doesn't scratch or break the stuff. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think a wood spanner would work, because I think that would just break. Depends what wood it's made from. I mean, I don't think any... Rich mahogany? I don't think any wood is sturdy enough to not get broke trying to tighten a bolt. If it's a metal bolt. But if it's a wooden bolt, on a on a wooden screw, do you reckon they only create spanners for the type of material you're trying to tighten? You need a metal one for a metal screw, plastic one for a. No, I just screw. think a wooden bolt wouldn't be very effective because it'd eventually rot and just break apart, and then it's useless. Oh, poor bolt. <laughs> Whereas Chad pla- is best trying to keep things together. Plastic and metal are both quite good at nut decaying. Yeah, if the wood one was used indoors, it'd be fine. No, I still think it would like, It would dry out and become brittle. I mean, that's the other part. Because if wood's not treated, it naturally dries out, which is why if you've got expensive wood furniture, you need you need to keep it oiled and waxed because eventually it will dry out. And Yeah, that's kind of a good point because... No, actually, no, not all furniture you have to. Like wooden furniture. I'll do. just put one layer on and that's it. No, I think you meant to. Hmm, but they seem to last quite a while without They last quite a while. Them. It takes a long time, but if you want it to last... I guess it depends on the use as well, if you're constantly using it. Yeah, I think that's yeah, probably like true. If it's just a piece of furniture sat in a completely dry room that's never touched, it probably lasts for, for ages because yeah. it's not being moved around. It's not having any oils put on it, like as in like, you know, residual from Olive humans. Oil. Humans. Human, Human oil. Humanans. Humanans oil. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty true. That's that's um, quite an in-depth conversation about Wooden spanners and spanners. oils and stuff. Do you if reckon what was made first, the bolt or the spanner? Do you think someone made a bolt and was like, man, I need a tool to fasten this? Or someone made a spanner and went, I wish I had something I could use this for? Okay, so I would say that you tend to use a spanner more for a nut than you would a bolt. Okay. So I think what happened was someone had a screw. They're trying to tighten us. They, they were tightening something, or they, they made a pilot hole and they went all the way through. Well, the screws were too long, and they're like, "Oh man, I don't want to get new pieces of wood. I'm going to get told off by my boss for wasting wood." So they just went, "Oh, sticks like a nut on the end." So they ended up having to do it by hand, and then they were like, "Oh, maybe if I have something that can hold this nut while I screw with the other hand." So they designed a spanner. And then they went, oh, I could do this on both ends if it was on... And then they decided on the bolt. 
Possibly. That's one of my theories. You think it was neither the bolt nor the spanner, it was the nut. The nut came first. The nut came first. The nut designed (laughs) the bolt and the spanner. Okay. I think it went nut, spanner, bolt. Nut, spanner, bolt. Interesting. What about hammer and nail? That's got to be nail came first. You reckon? People just use rocks and stuff. And they went, oh, what's a more efficient way to hit this in? Yeah, see, I think it was a hammer. Because originally, I think, probably designed as weapons. And then they were like, uh, all, the, oh. all the war stopped. We need a use for all these hammers. That's probably a good point, actually, because they probably also used it for, um, you know, when they were doing stonework. Yeah. They would have a chisel. Yeah. And then obviously they went, oh. <laughs> you dropped all these spanners. That's why I was asking so many questions. I've brought so many. I'm trying to sell them on Antiques Roadshow, and I thought if I knew more about is, history, is that you losing your bowels because you had so many spanners this morning? Yeah. When you lose your bowels, it sounds like that. Yeah. Do you need to clean up on our four? Maybe. Um. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the hammer came first, and then obviously they decided that it can be used for more than just smashing up rocks and hitting people in the head. Do you reckon they used it? I reckon it was used to do stonework first. And then they were like, what else can we use it for? Or one day someone lost his call through it and went, wow, this is a great weapon as well. Yeah, I reckon it would be stonework maybe first because, mm, I don't know. What else would you have used it for? Yeah, I was trying to think because stonework goes all the way back, doesn't it? So people would have been doing stuff with stones. I think also the other thing is um, they would have probably had something more like a club. Yeah. At the beginning. Now, can you say a club is a type of hammer almost? Because it's still used... You know, you put something on the end of it, it becomes... I think it only becomes a hammer once it has a weight attached to the top. Which I think they may have done. Yeah. You know how you used to get, like, axes and spears and stuff? Yeah. But they wouldn't use hammers to make those. They would just normally find a sharp rock, stick it on the end of a stick, and then... You yeah, made sort of hot, like a... Use the old hot glue gun. Yeah. <laughs> Those those were definitely their first. Oh yeah, it became. None of this would have been possible without the hot glue gun. <laughs> I think it became. They realised the glue on a hot glue gun wasn't that good a glue. Exactly That's why they've fallen out of favour. Yeah. Nothing to do with like time. It's you know times moving forward. Would you ever go into carpentry? You think you got the patience and the accuracy to do it? Nah. And also, I just don't care enough for wood. What? So what would you go into? Clay moulding. No, bobsledding. That's got nothing to do with making <laughs> stuff. It makes people ice ha- it makes people happy. Would you do ice sculptures then? Nah. Once again, just not interested in ice. How about metal forging? Nah, it's even that's even more tedious than the others because metal's real hard. How about three D plastic printing? Nah. Maybe like vegetable moulding. <laughs> People do that. Yeah. Like they create a mould, grow a vegetable in it. So have you seen the ones that they do of pumpkins that look like Frankenstein? No. So they did a mould of a Frankenstein and then grew a pumpkin inside it. And so it naturally already looked like a Frankenstein. So you'd actually do that. There's I, also, I, was you thinking can get more, I was thinking more of like carving carrots. No. Uh, like in an art, arty way. Mm, well, yeah, why not? I think it meant like mould them in like a cool way, like so you can get square watermelons, which they again they get a watermelon to grow in a confined space and it grows into a square. Or cube even so. <laughs> a square. It's just the world's flattest <laughs> A cube even. How flat would um a watermelon have to be grown 
in like a cuboid-esque shape. For there to be no watermelon innard, it's all just watermelon rind. I don't know because it can get like you can get watermelons that like barely have a rind at all from naturally you know using the same sort of seeds that came out of one that had low rind and then replanting those and then it kind of gets less and less. So I think there is a point where it pretty much is just rind to watermelon, mm. but you have to pick out the right ripeness. Oh, I wonder if someone should uh, do the opposite, as you said, like you do selective breeding to make an almost rindless <laughs> watermelon, to make <laughs> a, a watermelon that's just rind all the way through. I think people should do that with a lot of stuff, though. Yeah. Because you might go so far that way that you create something new. Well, it is new, it's just a ball of watermelon rind. Yeah, no, but th- think how hard that would be. Exactly, yeah. You could use that for like as a weapon. Stick it on the end of a stick. You've got a watermelon hammer. Also, you could, you know, when like people squash watermelons with like their legs and their arms, because yeah. obviously the inside is quite fleshy yeah. and soft. It's just the outer rind. You could turn it with that one, and, and so like you could b- make a TV show, <laughs> and you could go and interview these people who crush these watermelons and present them with this watermelon, yeah. and be like, "I don't believe you can do it." Demonstrate, and they go to squish it, and they're like. Whoa, what's up with this watermelon? <laughs> and you'd be like, no, that's a perfectly ordinary watermelon. Because it would look like yeah. on the outside. I think you're a scam artist. <laughs> oh, you could you could do this with loads of stuff yeah. then. So you know people who can, I don't know, swallow swords. Okay. <laughs> How are you selective breeding a sword? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I don't know why I was going, where I was going with that. I just meant that we could just make stuff that's not, like, got trickery behind it. No, but some, there are trick swords, but there are people who just genuinely swallow swords. Well, not swallow them, but... Overly they're... sharpen it. Ah, okay, yes. Ooh. So they're thinking it's, oh, it's probably like, but get it on that super fine 50,000 grit. put it just straight through. <laughs> All the way through. Comes out. <laughs> I mean, maybe don't televise that one, but just to prove a point. But to prove a point, we'll do that one off, off air. I also think, you know, it's to prove a point that you probably shouldn't swallow swords whether you can or yeah, can't do it. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. It doesn't seem to be a smart thing to do. On the sharpness one, you could also do the whole bed of nails thing, where people line a bed of nails, but, but yeah. make them overly sharp. Really? <laughs> just pierce themselves. <laughs> well, this is getting quite graphic, but I kind of like it. Yeah, I can't use selective breeding for that. Just got sharp. But I guess what I am actually doing is getting rid of the bad eggs because they're swallowing swords and lying on nails. That's very true. What else could you do? Yeah, what what do other people do with vegetables that we could selectively breed uh, a vegetable or fruit that they couldn't do their thing with? Because it's the same with pumpkins, because people do squash pumpkins as well. People try to rip open apples. Actually, that can be done. I've seen you do it. But what would you do, though? Because actually... It's all seed inside. (laughs) Just a big seed. Yeah, one big seed. You couldn't rip that open. Yeah, that's very true. What other things do people do? A plum that's all seed. Oh, I like the whole just having mainly seed and stuff. I think it would also be really annoying for also, people. Also, what do people do with plums that you're trying to, like... No, I just like the idea oh, of having... Like idea. Like you go to bite into it and it's just seed inside. It's just the world's thinnest layer of... How annoying would, how annoyed would you be? But buy a whole pack of plums and you've got... Not even plum. enough for one plum. Plum <laughs> You can use it for that other thing. Thing. Um your pranks. Pranks, yes. Yes, you could. Was it plums we chose? I think it was cherries. Oh yeah. I remembered. 
Hmm. Anyway, do you want to do a question? Oh yeah, maybe we should. Uh, who asked the last one? I don't remember. You can ask it. Oh yes. I love it when you ask me to ask. What would be a great theme tune if we had a DIY slash home improvement show? <laughs> gotcha. Real sad now. <laughs> I took a I took a deep breath in and everything. I got hiccups now, thanks to you. You shot the crap out of me. What was that question then? Because you were laughing all the way through that. Oh, what would be a great theme tune if we had a DIY slash home improvement show? Are we going to make our own up or are we going to take a tune that's already out there? Oh, no, I don't think you could. We could probably be inspired by some of the greats, but um, I don't think we could steal them. <laughs> by the greats? Um, changing rooms. <laughs> do, do, do. That kind of how it goes. <laughs> what was that? It goes, didn't it go like... Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Something like that. That's not like the end of Mario. Nah, it's changing rooms. <laughs> you know, when he goes down the flag pole. Was yeah. that Antiques Roadshow? I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I Antiques think that's Antiques Roadshow. Roadshow. <laughs> yeah. Or changing rooms? I guess it depends on what type of DIY home improvement. Yeah, so what, what, what sort of DIY? Because you've got... You can do it serious. You can do it quite silly. Well, you've got the style of... Um, what was that one where they had the big bus... And they moved the bus at the end and they like did the whole house. Extreme home makeovers. Oh, okay. They got that style where they redid the whole house. You got changing rooms where they swap two people within a house and wreck their houses for them. You got wife swap. Wife swap, which is where <laughs> you go and live with them and yep. sometimes do stuff in the house. Yep. Like they might clean the kitchen. Yeah. And come dine with me. Where Why does it have go... to be like that? Why can't it be like, um, you know, what's it? Tim Allen? Yeah. The show called Home, Home Improvements. Improvements. Well, that's the next one I was going to get to, and oh, you, okay. you interrupted me before I swap. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't interrupt you. It was a suggestion. <laughs> but yeah, then I was going to say you got the other style of just making a home from scratch. So would we? Would what style would we like? Uh, a complete renovation of an existing house, uh, the swap of two people swapping their houses to improve them, or a complete reno- start from scratch. How about somewhere in between then? Because you've gone for someone who's basically got their own home but they want to just make it better yeah. or they want to change it up or whatever then you've also gotten someone going from scratch so i'm guessing that's like no bricks no morton and nothing but how about people who have bought like a derelict auction home and they want to know what to do and how to get it sorted out grand designs no because grand designs is they don't always buy a derelict place they, they quite have... often buy something to do up they do some from scratch as well, but a lot of them are where they buy something completely beat down for a smaller amount of money in the hopes that they can renovate it and it never works. Because they go, I've put to one side £250 and I think that'll do everything. Yeah, but they don't tell you much about the DIY itself. They kind of go, oh, we've... we've oh, no, it's more this. about the revisiting and the progress. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then they also kind of go, oh, these are the ideas we had for this. They don't go down to the... So to do that, what you'll actually have to do is take this out, take that out. Because actually, people who buy derelict homes sometimes either want to do the work themselves. I don't think it's a case that they want to do the work themselves. It's they've got no money to pay for someone to do the work. And, and they can learn how to... Because they also say that millennials are less able to do DIY stuff around the house. Do they? Things like that. Well, there was something that came out where they were like um, millennials and like the new sort of like anybody growing up now has less knowledge about how to do simple DIY tasks because 
it's not something that's passed down as much. But then there was also a comment, no, and it was it would came come from older people, and they were trying to say that you know, younger people are dumb. But then they, and then there was a meme about it. But yeah, you know, reinvigorate those abilities in people to be able to do stuff. I don't think anyone would care. I think people would care if they're in that situation, or as house prices increase and they can't actually buy a house that's already done up. Oh, I can buy this derelict one. I can watch that show, and they'll tell me what to do. What if we just tell them to then resell the derelict house and try and buy a better house? You can do that, but you'd have to wait time. And also, you can still do some improvements while you're going to sell it. You could. Because you still got to wait for the price to go back up. So if you buy it, uh, I don't know, depending on what area, but like 50k, you still got to wait a few years before it's going to be 80k, but actually you could do a bit of work on it. What do you think are the smallest things that you can do to increase the value of a house the most? That's That would be good. Yeah. Oh, oh, it looks mouldy in here. Just repaint it. Yep. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. How to con your way into a more expensive. Ooh. Yeah. Like minimum minimum effort to get the most to make it look the most presentable. Ooh. Minimum effort, maximum sale. <laughs> I like it. So we go around and we're like, "There's a hole in the wall here, so let's put a poster there." <laughs> or we could do that noodles thing. That'd be more. It's like a cat's viral. <laughs> we'll just we'll just get loads of super noodles. <laughs> just any sort of new dried noodles and we go around just patching stuff up with noodles the plumbing's not working we've got some noodles <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon but we don't have to just use noodles oh, okay, that's right. the tubes <laughs> for every problem we just try to fix it with no, I was using that as an example but plumbing's not working <laughs> the roof's rigatoni pasta tubes <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, I like it. It's good. <laughs> Blocked drain. Just make another one next to it. Just hammer a hole into the ground. That's your new drain. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. Sink isn't flushing away. Just put a bucket there with a hole in. Same thing. Maybe not. Maybe not that bad actually. But you know, I think that people like to do that anyway. Like they like to fix the house with pasta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's one of the cheapest... It is tools. interesting that pas- people won't leave pasta and dried noodles alone because they're just made of food, but then people make art out that yeah. they stick them to paper and spray them and they try it's, to fix walls. I don't understand what at what point people thought it wow, was a really I, I good I wish this had another use. Yeah. Like, surely just the fact that it was delicious and it's own is fine, yeah? No one goes around going, oh, wonder if I can use cheese to repaint this wall? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> blue cheese. So you get streaks of blue in it? Yeah. But you also get smelly walls. Yeah, but you're moving out, so you don't care. <laughs> and also, you know how when you're presenting the house, house they say, oh, you should uh, bake fresh bread because yeah. it's a smell. <laughs> People come in, oh, that's a lovely cheesy smell. <laughs> I was thinking more of like a scratch and sniff wall. <laughs> like you can go up to it, scratch it, and it, oh, it's cheesy. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Depends how old the cheese is. Well, I was thinking if you do, if you paint it with cheese and you put a thin layer of something over it, mm. then when you scratch it, it'll release a bit of cheese. <laughs> release the cheese! Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why people keep playing around with pasta. Yeah, just leave it alone. Do you reckon because people overbuy pasta all the time? So what, you that people just overinvested in pasta and they're like, can't eat it all. Yeah, I've got too much. You know, because... People always thought 
like they always say you never get the right amount of pasta you always overdo the amount of pasta you need yeah so maybe people were encouraged to start using it to patch up their house <laughs> so then when it came to eating it they're like oh there's only a little bit yeah. oh that was the perfect amount because you've already used it to patch up your house maybe I reckon if you crushed up pasta with a really good foundation I don't <laughs> you didn't let me finish foundation for your pasta house oh yeah for your pasta house for yep. sure yeah that doesn't get us any closer to the theme tune for our home improvement show. <laughs> Got that. <laughs> totally forgot. I was too busy talking about like a new show. Well, uh, no, we've got an idea for a show now, and it's easier to make a theme tune for a show that you know what it is. It depends if we're going to try to make it serious or silly. I mean, how serious can a home improvement show where you fix everything up with mainly dried pasta <laughs> and noodles? <laughs> Well, this in that case, we could use theme tunes like unless we fun have, we, have, we approach ones. the show very seriously, and people watch it and they're like, "Why are these these two worms so <laughs> serious about fixing up the hat?" Like they've got these three sheets of super noodles and they're trying to put up a shelf. <laughs> Would you call a sheet a sheet of super noodles? Well, we make they come like a flat. I'd say a block. Okay, yeah, a block. Sheet. I don't think a sheet is thinner. Ah, but you can split that block into two, and it's like two sheets. Bro, what super noodles are you buying? Uh, you can, honestly. They're two, they're actually, they're, that block is two sheets. I'm buying some super noodles when I yeah. come back. I you can break them, them apart. Totally getting some. And that, that sheet if is... If my is, super noodles do not completely like, sheetly slip. Yeah. Ooh. Didn't know that. Mm. So if I wasn't too hungry... <laughs> you, you, you didn't get really excited every time you open super noodles, you'd notice this. I do, I do get too excited. Can't wait to eat my super noodles. Why would you buy super noodles and not be excited to eat them? Because sometimes you need them for home improvements. But I didn't know that. Look, if I? you're going to keep eating all our super noodles, it's going to be a problem. Is this uh, this place is falling apart? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you keep buying super noodles and I keep eating. Keep eating them. Yeah. I'm taking a leaf out of your book. That's fair. Um, what do you want to do? Serious or silly? I think serious. Okay. Um, I was thinking something, something in the um, eye of the tiger vein because then in the intro we could have lots of cuts like, do 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 of us uh, preparing our what about stuff. Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On I just don't think that, that not that song exactly but like a, it's like a die hard sort of like a emotional song no you see I, I, I agree it's emotional but I wanted to think more more hard hitting okay whereas I think that Something in that vein would get people emotional, but I think that's the wrong mindset. We want people. We want to get people inspired and excited to do I home mean, improvement. Whereas I think something that emotional is just going to get some people depressed about <laughs> it. I'm just bored and derelict. Yeah, exactly. We want to energize them and be like, you know what? You might have a derelict house, but super noodles are quite affordable. So. How about, okay, how about this then? Because. So, Bonnie Tyler's holding out for a hero. Ooh, okay, that's better. With an underlying theme that when you can't fix it with pasta, you actually need to get someone in to fix it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's holding out for a hero, but you're actually trying to fix your own house yeah. to ultimate realise you, you don't know how it's you probably need to get someone to do this for you. Yeah. So, it's kind of like, it's got an underlying theme of, you can try it, but you're probably just going to have to hold out until you can fix it. And we could, to do. we could do something very similar to that and change holding out for a hero, but more holding out for a buyer because we need to ship this before all the noodles break I was thinking more like could, can we change it so we can get some extra work holding out for a space well, room yeah but I, I think the, the idea of a home improvement show especially if you're buying derelict properties is at some point you want to sell it 
Yeah, we're holding out for a space worm to come and fix it up to something. Yeah, but then I think then the whole premise of the show is don't do it yourself, just hire us. About- and then we don't have a home improvement show because we're not telling people how to do it. <laughs> what we have is an advertisement for our business. Holding out for a buyer. How about fix it up for a buyer, but with the theme tuning up on it, Tyler? Yeah. Uh, i got to remember how the song so the chorus goes. I fix it up for a buyer till the end of the night. Yeah. And it won't fall down and the past has just grown. Oh, yeah, wicked. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I mean, that works. We have to come up with the words. Yeah, um, that's, we'd have to workshop it. I'm not saying that's done, but I think something in that vein is very. Is very we do good. workshop it in the same workshop where doing all our pasta base. We've only got fixes. one workshop. So it's a, it's a multi purpose. This is also the workshop where we forge our, our money and we make the, the butter slices. Butter slices. You know, there's a lot in that workshop. You know how many people have told about the butter slices and they've said it's a really good idea? I know, you do. Is it. I don't understand how difficult it'd be to create butter slices. It can't be that difficult. It can't be. If you can make slices of cheese, which is arguably a harder material to work with. Also, the cheese, those cheese slices, have got to be some sort of weird, melted down mm. plastic. Because that's why, how yeah. else do you get it into a slice? Yeah, exactly. I don't understand why no one's done it, though. <laughs> it doesn't, like, I, there must be someone who went, oh, well, that's just not going to work. Yeah, but then the same, the same, no, 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 I don't think it's that. I think it's like, it's like anything that the right person hasn't just approached it and done it. Because it's like, you could say, the first person who made sliced bread, he was there like, why has nobody done this? It's mm-hmm. so obvious and so stupid, why is it not done? The first person who used noodles to fix a wall, they were like, how has no one done this before? And now we're making a show based <laughs> yeah. on it. You know what I mean? There's always, there's always a first, there's always, it can't always be, well, no one else has done it, so it's got to be stupid because someone's always the first person to do it. Alright, fair enough. We just got to actually do it then. Yeah, do it before... Elon Musk swings in again and steals our, our gold I'm just bars. trying to work out how we would get a good, thin, uniform cut. Robots. Yeah, but that's it. We can't afford robots. We will dress... Homeless as robots. Pe- we'll dress homeless people up as robots. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that still doesn't make them robots. <laughs> but uh, they always say, dress for the job you want. <laughs> but they don't want... <laughs> <laughs> they always say dress for the job you've been told to do <laughs> you're not even doing that you're dressing them up for the job you want them to do they always say dress your homeless, dress that homeless person up for the job you want them to do because <laughs> it gets them in the mindset <laughs> I mean that would help help with the job crisis <laughs> Just forcing homeless people to, to be robots. You gotta dress them first. Oh yeah, sorry. You can't just force them to do something. You gotta give them the outfit. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, so how are you dress feeling? Homeless people as robots. You bet that's what the slice were. Yeah. But the theme tune are we going at with holding out, holding out for a hero? But then we'll workshop the words to be something along the Ooh, lines of... maybe we should hire Weird Al. He's good at parodies. Yeah, but he's got a bit of a bad rep at the moment, hasn't oh, he? I don't know. Yeah, what apparently he was just like... Went on a complete drug rampage and went a bit abusive. There's a, um, uh-huh. Didn't hear about that. If you, if you read about it now, like how he just turned into a bit of a ass, apparently. They're doing a film on him. I know they're doing a film on him. Daniel Radcliffe's playing him or someone, I feel like. 
Okay, no, no. Yeah, I think um, we could get um, we could ask him to help workshop. Well, mate, we no, that, find him first. You know, that makes it even easier because if he's got bad rep at the moment, he's going to want to improve it. So we might get him on a discount. Yeah, but we also might get we'll the other side him. of it. We'll dress him as a. <laughs> <laughs> he's not homeless, but yeah. we also have the other side of it because he's got a bad rep. Anything associated to him, we got to choose someone like an icon, like Tom Jones. Yes, I mean Tom Jones will do it. I think he's like above us. Okay, who's not got a bad rep? But who would be willing to like help to space worms? Hmm. And he's a lot. He's like a, like a Z lister. I think Bo, is it Bo Burnham? He writes um songs, and he's not mega fat. Like he's reasonably famous. But not like A list. Yeah, he's somewhere in the C to he's, B. He's kind of funny with stuff like that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But he also does them quite serious sometimes, and this is meant to be a bit more catchy. Yeah, no, I think he'll he'll. We have him a fiver. As a robot. We'll, se- we'll send him the song and explain to him what we want to do with it, and then we'll see what he comes back with. Yeah. But we might have to come up with our own plan as well. Yeah. I mean, we've already got some of the lyrics. Yeah. Fix it up for a buyer. That's how it's called. That's, that's all I've got. Uh, I, I remember something about you saying something like, where is all the pasta gone? That's a completely different. It's in the, no, that's how it starts. Where uh, all the, the good men gone? Yeah. I thought he was back on the chorus and I was like, that's not the right. No, nah, no. Nah, I was, I was going to do the whole song. Because uh, it's going to be a whole song. Oh, uh, yeah. Because obviously. then when the business takes off and people are like, that song's amazing, we can release a record. Oh, yeah. But also, you just, you, just, you just put it on like, TikTok and all of that. And then. Oh, yeah. and then people just do it for you? Yeah. Because exactly. all these people that are already doing these pasta bits, they'll use your song. Or that, our yeah, song. exactly. Yeah, they'll be like, "Oh my god, there's finally a song for all our pasta, pasta DIY." <laughs> oh, brilliant! So it's just it's free marketing. It's basically, it's basically all the marketing campaign is written. We just need to finish the song and start filming the show, and it's done. Are we going to do that pre or post butter apocalypse? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> pre apocalypse because the market for housing might not be as good after an apocalypse, yeah. or maybe it will be even higher because. No one will have one, so if we come and help afterwards... Yeah, but I also think a lot of people will be dead, so people will just steal homes, because there'll be an abundance of homes. Might str- They might struggle to get pasta as well. Mm, that's true, actually, yeah. I think, actually, pasta will probably be in abundance, because they use it for building houses and stuff. That'd be interesting, if the Ooh. only house that stood was the one built for pasta. pasta. <laughs> yeah? And people aren't laughing now, are they? Ooh, that's a good point. We'll have to see how that pans out when that happens because yeah. it could be the other way and the only house that falls down is the pasta house and then we're out of a job <laughs> look like we told you pasta was never we were banking on the pasta house being the one that survived and then we turn up and look and the pasta house is the only one that's down well, the only time that. the pasta one isn't going to survive is if it rains <laughs> I, think, I think pasta's also notoriously quite brittle I don't think no, just, no, but you don't, you don't, get, you don't just we'll defeat the pasta house. It's not just pasta, you know. <laughs> there is super glue as well, bro. All right, leaning against it at the wrong angle. We could use glue guns. We could. We could bring those back. <laughs> pasta and glue gun house. Amazing to it. Yeah, I do agree that we shouldn't use a pasta foundation there. Yes, we'll do um, ooh, a butter, a buttery biscuit base because <laughs> that's quite hard. Ooh. Oh, I really want to make a Basque cheesecake now, you know. Have a look at it. It's mm. it's similar style as a New York baked cheesecake. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I forgot you were the cheesecake I love, cheese- I love a cheesecake. 
Cheesecake King. I love cheesecake. Alright, well, we're going to go eat some cheesecake. Yeah. And listen out for the song. Listen out for the song and the, the dance that comes with it. Well, there's going to be a dance. Oh my god, this is totally No, the TikTok people will make the dance, because that's what TikTok people do. Oh yeah, the dance to everything. They dance to everything, yeah. yeah. So they'll make the Even dance. Even if it's something that doesn't need dancing yeah, to, they'll, they'll dance. Yeah, they'll dance to it, yeah. I'll look at me watch it doing the dishes, and we we'll dance. Exactly. So they'll, they'll make the dance, but we'll provide the theme tune for the dance. Yes. Okay, dokie then. Okay, see you later, bye-bye. Bye-bye.